everybody. Welcome to the Tech Raptor Podcast. I'm Robert Scarpanito, your features editor. Andrew Rotten, editor-in-chief. Rutledge Doggett, site founder. Andrew Stritch, mouthful editor. Gross. Uh, this week, we're talking about Seafood, and we're going to talk about Lost Ark later today. Uh, but first, let's get into some news, like the big Nintendo Direct, where Kirby eats everything. Very unlike him. Very out of character. Yeah, no, this is the first time, like, it's his kind of his evolution, right? Like, where he's finally yeah, eating it's stuff. Nice to see his evolution as a character. You know, that arc is finally coming to an end. Mm-hmm. Like, ever since his debut in Smash. Now yeah, we're, he's we're Smash fine. characters. It's really cool to see Smash characters get their own games. Right. Yeah, I'd love to see Captain Falcon in one someday, but... Ooh. That's crazy. <laughs> That's never going to happen. I don't think he's strong enough to carry a franchise. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> Neither does Nintendo. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy um yeah i mean the, so the nintendo direct happened last wednesday uh lots of big news dropped there well like not big big news right like there was no breath of the wild 2 but there was a lot of like little big news it that makes the, sense i think that the, the the best thing that came out of the nintendo direct is just that format and pacing is on point mm-hmm. even if it yep. is not something that you are like actively interested in you know that there's something else just around the corner um and that that 40 minutes was jam-packed and flew by it was yeah, a oh, lot yeah. of fun a lot of cool stuff yeah the thing that struck me actually was that because they, they opened it up at first with that like due to COVID 19 like these these dates aren't necessarily set in stone kind of disclaimer i don't remember if they did that with their last one but i just found that kind of interesting that like they're being really transparent about that and they've they've done that, and I think they've done that even on all of like the Smash Directs that they've had. Yeah, I feel like that oh, they've yeah. had that as a, a message for a little while. That's just been a mm. Nintendo boilerplate. And what's funny is I can't think of any of them that have missed the date. Yeah, even I mean they're that, usually pretty once solid they put out a date anyway. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, but they opened that direct with Fire Emblem, which I was at first very excited about until I saw the name Warriors. <laughs> <laughs> then I they just wasn't made it better. As, did it really? Well, how's it? How's it not better? I don't know. I mean, I'm very hit or miss with Muso games. I feel like the only one I have liked is the Persona one. Um, and I that, played Fire would, Emblem Warriors. So. I would argue that that um, Persona Five Strikers is like Muso like, but not a Muso. If that makes sense. Yeah, and maybe that's why I like it. Yeah, it's yeah. it's very fringe. This mm-hmm. is slanderous. I know you and your Dynasty Warriors fanhood. I'm well, sorry. I, I, Dynasty Warriors Four is the greatest game of all time. I, right. We all accept that as fact. Of but, course, yeah. yeah. Yep. So yep. these games sure. that try to emulate them, you know, they have a, they have inherent greatness within them mm-hmm. as they try to copy its formula. And like it's almost like Elex is almost as good as Dynasty Warriors Four, but you know, you know what? You guys can do the rest <laughs> of this without me. <laughs> I'm not saying anything else. <laughs> Andrew um, will die on the hill. The Elex is not good, and it's not. I, I think this is it's. This is going to go forever. We're going to be still running this site 20 years from now, and you and I are still going to be shit talking Elex. Well, I told I you, you I said it. that Elex wasn't a good video game. Now we're up to Elex 12, and it's still shit. Oh, man, if that franchise exists that long, just fucking end me. <laughs> That's You know, some people might feel that way about Dynasty Warriors. Yo, actually, <laughs> they, they have been, they have been Warriors games. 
this whole thing just came full circle. No. <laughs> I will agree. Um, there are too many Dynasty Warrior games. Yes. We are getting it, nine it, it Empires here. Yeah, one too many. Mm. One too many. So yeah. Dynasty Warriors 8 is there the good one. Zero. That's the whole you're zero. Gonna, uh, zero. What the is fuck? Is that the prequel? Dynasty Warriors Zero? Like Yakuza Zero? <laughs> I don't know. I don't, know. I don't even know how many uh, Dynasty Warriors games there are. I've never played one. Dude, how magic, How how great would that be if there was like your fucking Lu Bu? Yakuza Zero establishing the legend of Lu Bu. That'd be pretty rad. I would pay down for that game. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, give the Dynasty Warriors IP to Ryuga Gotoku Studios and just let them do what oh they want. Oh, my God. If they could make that style of game with the fucking nonsense characters that are in Dynasty Warriors and the guitar riffs just randomly going, <laughs> that would be amazing. That'd be rad. Uh, but Fire Emblem Warriors, Three Hopes. Um, it's basically a Three Houses spinoff, right? Because it's three not hopes. like canon. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. Three Hopes is the the spinoff of it, um, but it's based on the Three Houses characters. Yeah, it's pretty much they they saw what they were able to do with um, with that Calamity. latest yeah Zelda Breath of the Wild, um, Age of Calamity. We're just like yeah, like let's let's spin off another one. Mm-hmm. Um, like I wouldn't be surprised if we saw a Super Mario Odyssey Musou title now. Oh my yeah, God. I w- I'd love that actually. I just want to see Mario like beat the shit out of a bunch of Goombas. Yeah, yeah. You could have all of the all of the rabbits as their own thing. That'd be great. Oh. People would play it. I don't want rabbits. Yeah. Well, Mario isn't getting a Muso. Instead, he's getting a Strikers game. We're getting Mario yeah. Strikers Battle League. That game looks pretty stylish as hell. Like the the thing they do, where like right before they spike the ball down, or like freeze yeah. frames. It's cool shit. Dude, Strikers it. was great. It's been so people have been wanting like a sequel to that forever. Uh, it's one of the funner Mario sports games. Like Mario sports games are always like pretty cool. Like because mm. they're not like one to one Sims of it, but they always do some weird like shit with it. This looks like that. Always down for it. That's it's how, always that's like how I always everything is about. normal. Everything is normal. Everything has strategy. It plays very similar to other sport games. But then there's power-ups and super shots and yep. stuff. It's the same with like Mario Tennis and stuff, I think is the other big standout. Yep. That's how I always felt about the like NFL Blitz games. Mm-hmm. In yeah. terms it's of the, like, same, the gameplay. Same energy. Yeah, exact same energy where it's it's kind of goofy um and takes itself, you know, not very seriously. So it's just yeah. it was it was always fun as a kid being in the arcade just shit stomping people in NFL Blitz. Right. Although if if simulated sports is more your alley, we are also getting fucking MLB the show. Sony <laughs> Sony developed MLB the show. Day one Game Pass Day One exclusive Sony developed MLB the show is coming to Nintendo Switch. Amazing. That's wild. <laughs> yeah. I was not on my bingo wait. card. Same. Like imagine you're gonna boot up your Switch and the PlayStation Studios logo is gonna show up. It's so weird. Mm-hmm. That, I mean that's all really. You you can currently boot up your Switch and load up multiple games with the Xbox logo, but it just it always feels so weird coming from Sony. Mm-hmm. Well, Sony's so prestige. Well, I mean, especially yeah. with MLB the Show being like this cornerstone title that has always been Sony, mm-hmm. just such a big title um, in the baseball world. Well, I mean, it's the yeah. only game. That's really all I had to say about it. I just find it very funny that of all of playstation's you know ip this is the one that's just kind of getting shoveled around everywhere in a way yeah, it makes sense though sport yeah. game 
so Nintendo also revealed a bunch of like remakes slash HD remaster sort of stuff. One that kind of stood out was Front Mission because I forgot about Front Mission until yeah. Nintendo was like, we have a Front Mission <laughs> remake. <laughs> that was such a weird announcement. Like, what the hell? Mm-hmm. And not just Front name. Mission, but two as well. Like, it's coming in the future. Yeah. Like, we've already made the remake of one, and we know that's going to be so successful. We'll make it another one. Mm-hmm. We're doing the second one. So... Yeah, this mean, was, it, it's not a surprise. It was definitely one of the, the weirder announcements for it to go like, boom, Fire Emblem, big Nintendo tentpole. Boom, Mario, big Nintendo tentpole. Nondescript mechs in a tactics RPG yeah. game. <laughs> yeah, yeah they, they turned their Fire Emblem into a Warriors and then they, they, they're getting new turn-based tactics. Yeah, now this is front mech, mech Warrior, right? That's what this is. <laughs> this is Mech Warrior 6, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Isn't there already a game just called Mech Warrior? That's what I was yeah. saying. As a series. Okay. That's that's <laughs> like, the joke. Uh, oh. Well, moving well, on. Fr- the front mission thing. There's. <laughs> <laughs> it feels like there's been a lot of games like trying to chase that mech thing. Like they they haven't been successful at it. So seeing that come around again is not super surprising, I guess. Do, do you guys remember Damon X Machina? Yeah. 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 Yeah, that that was forgettable. I've got yeah. I've got friends who really enjoyed it, but I just think like if if you weren't in the mindset to play an even like semi mech game, um, because I think mechs were like only what you were fighting, or mechs were only like a, a portion part of it. Mm. Um, but I just you know if it wasn't something that was immediately on your radar, then you know, and that hit Game Pass as well, but it's probably just. You know, not really something that that clicked with a lot of people. Maybe, yeah. Uh, we got a lot of cart news. We've got uh, Disney cart is happening. Uh, Disney Speedstorm is the name of it. I didn't see Sora, and that is a travesty. Mm-hmm. Pretty much every single other character they showed off was uh, a character that who has already been in a Kingdom Hearts world. Right. And the difference between releasing a free-to-play cart game on multiple platforms and naming it Disney Speedstorm versus a Kingdom Hearts Racing, it's just, that's a, such a mess. Um, I I feel like there's a lot more licensing agreements that have to go into a Kingdom Hearts Racing. No, you just just get Sora. That's it. Just, oh, okay. get, just well, get Squeenix to say, yeah, you can use Sora. And the logo, I guess. Nintendo's um, already claimed Sora for Smash, though. Yeah. Well, does that make it Kingdom Hearts Smash now? Is that actually yeah? yeah. Kingdom Hearts Fighting. No, it's it would still be Kingdom Hearts because it's prim, prim, actually yeah. At what point? At what point do you have too much Smash in my Kingdom Hearts? That sentence just came out <laughs> wrong. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh huh. You know, if you ask me, there's not enough Smash in Kingdom Hearts. That's true. It could use a lot more Smash. I don't know. I'm sure you can find plenty of fanfic websites where you will get plenty of Smash in your Kingdom Hearts. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So this Disney Speedstorm game is developed by Gameloft, right? And aren't they well known for uh, high quality titles? Yeah. Well, they're like the the Asphalt devs, right? I think. Uh, Are they? Yeah. the The Asphalt games have like. You know, definitely been smaller titles, but I think like there was an Asphalt game that was like a launch title for the 3DS. 
Um, they've been fun games. They genuinely have pretty good physics. Um, they've kind of the the asphalt titles have moved into the mobile game space, but into like that that weird premium mobile space. Like I know that you can play the asphalt games with motion controls on the Apple TVs and stuff. Mm. So that's honestly part of like part of the big push from Apple to get into the the more experienced gaming spaces, or at least it was before like they're now having to compete with Game Pass and stuff on mobile device. So like Fortnite. Right. So I, I have high hopes for it. In all honesty, you know, it's going to be a free-to-play title. So, they'll, pro- you know, we'll see which parts of the games they, they pick and choose and cut around to release a free experience or how you have to, like, gotcha car parts or characters. Could you imagine, like, oh, yeah, I just rolled a four-star Mickey, but your friend rolled a five-star Spring Festival Mickey. You You're know? just describing Kingdom Hearts Unchained Key. Yeah, or fire the system there. Yeah. yeah, like that's, <laughs> that's, uh, that's just that doesn't even phase me nowadays, and that's kind of sad. I hate mm-hmm. f- games. Fucking suck. You know what? We should cover <laughs> something else. This yeah, is what we're going to talk anymore. What happened to that? <laughs> this is like uh, it's so uh, frustrating. Like you're really upsetting old man Otten. <laughs> I'm gonna go yell at that cloud some more. <laughs> yeah. Back in my day, time prices cost a nickel. Are you gonna yell at the X cloud or real clouds? I don't understand the cloud, so all of them. <laughs> <laughs> Old man shakes fist at someone else's computer. <laughs> uh, man, someone needs to pitch that to hard drive. Old man yells at X cloud. <laughs> oh, I'm sure it's been done. <laughs> Probably. <Something. laughs> um, in other carding news, the other major cart game on nintendo that that little known indie thing Mario Kart GP? that's yep that's the one thank you you stole the words right out of my mouth uh isn't that coming out soon and or is already out uh, yeah that one also should have sora from kingdom hearts it should. <laughs> <laughs> yeah he should just, well sora should just be in every game to be clear should be. yeah yeah including the front mission remake um but... Imagine a, a, a front mission world on kingdom hearts yeah, why isn't there one? Yeah. Uh, but Mario Kart 8 is getting 48 new tracks. <laughs> That's just insane. Uh, it's nuts, right? The first, like, it's going to be in six waves. I think the first wave hits mid-March, March 18th, I think. How many total tracks does Mario Kart 8 have currently? Uh, four sure. times 12. 48. That's how much it currently has? Yeah, so including all the DLC. It's doubling the amount of tracks. If yep. I it was either 40 or 48 i'm forgetting exactly but yeah damn but yeah so it's doubling or even more than what is currently in there and honestly i'm cool with this because that's basically turning mario kart 8 into more of a platform instead of an entry if that makes sense yeah so we don't have to pay another 60 bucks and then more again let's just right get this dlc and if you have the stupid whatever Switch online expect expect bleh, expansion pack. expansion pack expansion uh, main pack as he would call it or something it, I don't know it does currently have forty eight you nice. get it for free comes with it it's yeah, free well you get it for for free ast- asterisk no it's free if you have that for free free, free. free the fine print <laughs> <laughs> I think that that's really cool um, I will admit you know while I've loved playing Mario Kart games getting out of college and not having just people consistently within like dorm room walking distance of me i've definitely played 
a lot less Mario Kart in the past mm -hmm. five, six years. Um, but I think that's neat. And yeah, as you said, it kind of, it builds it up as a platform, like, you know, in a, in a dumb comparison, this is like the, the equivalent of like the Master Chief collection for Mario Kart. I think I read somewhere that adding these 48 tracks, because they're also, I don't believe that they're actually new tracks. Yeah, it's um, like remakes of- All of them are like remakes and ports, including of the currently ongoing mobile game for oh. Mario Kart. Oh, um, that's like right. That, I forgot that. That thing. Asakusa um, Tokyo track is based off the mobile game. But I think I read somewhere that, you know, with the 48 tracks that Mario Kart 8 already have, had and adding these 48 returning tracks, um, it means that Mario Kart 8 will have like over 60% of the total number of Mario Kart tracks like ever. Whoa. So it's like, well, if you're, if you're going to like bring everything forward, I mean, seven on the 3DS was fun, had the weird glider gimmick that was like, stolen yeah. from diddy kong racing um or like the the sonic transformed series mm -hmm. um but i think you know mario kart 8 is the best mario kart you know some would argue double dash um but yeah, i think in terms of talking yeah i mean but i think even as of right now mario kart 8 is probably one of the best if not the best mario kart experience or totally. probably the yeah. best kart racing experience like i love crash no team question. racing but or speed freaks shout out to that playstation one gem but this is like the the ultimate uh the ultimate kart like arcadey kart racing game got the best physics the best driving and they're about to double its value for quote unquote no additional cost if you've already yeah. you know purchased the online pass mm-hmm well, what's yeah. crazy about it too is like um, this: these forty-eight tracks are coming out over the next couple of years, right? Mm -hmm. So by the mm -hmm. time they're all out, Mario Kart Eight will be ten years old. Yeah, which is pretty wild. Not as old as Star Citizen. <laughs> <laughs> True. That's right. True. Well, it's hard to compete with the grandeur of Star Citizen. <laughs> True. Um, something else to consider too, if, if we're talking about that expansion pass, right? Is I remember when Nintendo first announced it, right? I think generally on this pod, we were a little like, eh, you know, it seems all right. Cause it comes with, you know, all those Nintendo 64 games. Well, not all those, just I'll say some you Nintendo 64. You made it sound like a lot. <laughs> it's like, it's like <laughs> not 10. very many. Um, but, but also that, uh, happy home DLC, the, the Animal, Animal Crossing, Crossing one, right? Yeah. yeah. Happy home and paradise. Yeah, and I remember we were all like, oh, I mean, I guess if you're really an Animal Crossing, but if you're not, I mean, is it worth the extra money? But now with this Mario Kart thing and the Happy Home and all those N64, like I, I'm sensing Nintendo like building real value in this, right? Finally, it's starting to get there. Yeah. I, I would not be surprised if they retroactively added all of the Smash DLC as well. Mm -hmm. Or the Zelda Breath of the Wild DLC. Yeah. Like there's definitely some that'd be wild some stuff in there that they could continue to gear up. Now they, mm -hmm. now we just need Game Pass on the Switch. Yeah, there we or go. I could, I've got my mention in. <laughs> <laughs> I could even imagine like um, okay, so Switch Sports that's coming the the Wii Sports, but for Switch, right? Finally, took finally, forever. That's five so years. But I you could mean see legs. them <laughs> legs. I could see them adding content like expansion pass for that. Maybe even you know. know. 
maybe new games. Mm-hmm. Uh, Switch. I mean, Wii Sports is fun. So Switch Sports. I mean, it'll just be. T- it's a good fuck around time. I can't well, wait to go bowling again. Play? Oh my god. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm, I'm like. I, I I miss Wii bowling. Like that was genuinely like. All right, I'd be down for that. <laughs> I just don't even don't even change anything about it. Just yep. keep Wii bowling. Wii bowling was somehow. Yep. It'll just look a little nicer. Probably one of the top ten experiences for the entire lifestyle of the. It was, and it was like everybody played it. Like my grandparents played it. Like the little kid, like everybody was in on it. Yeah. And like when I think of, because you know, the Wii used to be the best selling console, home console, right? Yeah. When I think of that, I always think of it's because of Wii Sports. Because like every, like even Absolutely. the most casual of casual people, like your grandma probably wouldn't play Call of Duty, but she would probably play Wii Sports, no. right? Mm-hmm. And, and now the Switch has overtaken the Wii's lifetime sales recently, right? And that's Did without, it? I think so, right? I remember I, I think put, it took I over the Wii U's oh, well, I think it did the well, Wii U's really while early on. If it okay. blew, blew past the Wii already, that's insane because the Wii's like over 100 million. Yeah. Well, I'd have to double check that. But I mean, either way, like Switch Sports, like Wii Sports 2 basically coming into the game, like I yeah. think the Switch is going to continue to sell, even though there's like some concern among like the more hardcore gamers of, you know, oh, are these games running well? Like is the Switch strong enough anymore? Like that doesn't matter, I think, when it comes to um, this. The Switch Which, has surpassed the Wii. It has. That's wild. Yeah. Yeah. 103.54 million units as still of got December a, 31st. Still got a ways to go to catch the PlayStation 2. That'll be a big day. Whoever dethrones that, it's going to be nuts. Right. But I mean, think about it. That The Switch did that for, to the Wii before getting Switch Sports. Yeah. And now Switch Sports is on the way. And like there was a ton of time for the Wii's uh, like life cycle that it was like 100 bucks. Mm-hmm. You can mm-hmm. get it for nothing. Yeah, meanwhile, it's like, I think Nintendo's still kind of like struggling to keep Switches on the shelf, right? Like, they're yeah. still selling at full price, you know. It's still like, it. I think it almost outsold like the new, you know, PlayStation 5 and Xbox in some places. It's like, that's mm-hmm. so crazy. It's five years old next month. Yeah. Wow, is I mean, it really five? five yep, Jesus. Five years old next month. March 3rd. Wow. Yeah. I wonder if it's going to be a, you know, 60 or 50, 60, 70 dollar game, a sports game. Oh, probably. I'm sure. I'd say 60. Them. Yeah, I, probably. I mean, if they made one, two switch 60 fucking dollars on That's launch, true. this is going to be 60 dollars. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> right. I, forgot about, I forgot about one, two switch. Um, How could you? Another kind of interesting thing about, um, sorry, to, to go back, well, I guess to the life, si- life cycle of the switch and the Mario Kart 8 plan is that that means that we know that Nintendo has the confidence to continue making and putting first party Mario Kart content for at least the next two years. Mm-hmm. So anyone who anyone who had been like looking at the Switch and had been thinking, well, when is Switch 2 going to come out? You know, when is whatever Nintendo's next experiment of a console going to be? Just the fact that Mario Kart 8 has that, you know, next two years planned out worth of content really kind of, you know, tells people like we're we're here. Like Nintendo Switch will be around for a while. If you haven't gotten one because you're thinking of waiting, you don't bother waiting. Just mm-hmm. hop on now. Um, but then that brings up the next question, right? Of like 2024 hits can Nintendo afford to announce a brand new experimental console that isn't backwards compatible? I'm not so mm. sure, you know, I think they can. 
Let me let me so. answer that yeah. with a single word. Cloud. Mm. <laughs> well, it's Just, that yeah, and... You can I mean, stream all of your Switch games to the the next Nintendo console that will have no screen. It will transmit directly to your brain. They're working with Elon Musk. People <laughs> buy a Nintendo console to play Nintendo games. And the Nintendo yeah. games always sell crazy. Um... Uh, I mean, what's it? the best-selling Switch game is Mario Kart, if I'm not mistaken, by like a lot. Either that or Smash. I'm not pretty positive it's Mario Kart. Like it's something yeah. like 40, 50 million of them or something like that. Yeah. Um. So a, a Nintendo console is always going to live by their first-party stuff. They don't. They're never going to need the other stuff. Mm. Backwards compatible. I don't even think they're going to need necessarily because they've they've been so resistant to it so far. Anyway. Well, what I do you mean? We we just got two huge hits, uh, Earthbound and <laughs> Earthbound Beginnings. Is that what they've they've renamed yeah. Mother? Something. Mm, I yep. I so, like, that's huge. I don't, I don't know if I'd call that backwards compatible. <laughs> more more like begrudging. <laughs> fine, we'll give you this uh, kind of uh, energy, you know. And, you know, they'll be, whatever to come next, they'll be just fine with, like, here's the, the port of this popular Switch game onto the new mm-hmm. console. Now, I, I will say counterpoint to that, though, is, you know, the last time Nintendo had a gangbuster platform, it was the Wii. And the Wii U, despite its poor sales, was pretty, like, yeah, you can slap any Wii disc in here and play it. Yeah, true. I mean, really, yeah, it's just, like, the, the Switches shift back to cartridges um, yeah. And solid state media was, you know, really going to be the big thing that that caused issues. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we we you had a lot of problems with uh, everything. everything. Why it yeah, ended everything. the way it did? I think uh, one of the biggest ones just the name, which is so weird. Yeah, the no Wii one U? could tell if it was if it was a, like a new console or just the peripheral. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chrono Cross. The Radical Dreamers edition. Anyone here yeah. excited about that? I'm yeah. down for that. I've not. I've played Chrono Trigger. It's fantastic. Never got around to Chrono Cross, but I've always wanted to. So if this is the opportunity to do it, yeah, it's a good time for it. That's great. But what's even better selling. about this news is that so far, that Nvidia leak has been on the fucking money, which means Final Fantasy IX, which means potential Final Fantasy IX remake is on the, in the cards. Yes. And a Final it, Fantasy Tactics uh, yeah. remaster. Yeah, that I'm interested in. Yeah, I've never played Tactics, but I Tactics probably bad. has the best story in a Final Fantasy game. Even more than 14? So I haven't played all the way through 14, so I can't say. But mm-hmm. uh, Tactics story is fantastic. Okay. Oh, so, fingers crossed those happen, I mean, right? Yeah, that'd be great, because mm-hmm. it's been right on everything else. Final mm-hmm. Fantasy Nine remaster would be... Re- remake, so it's getting like the Final Fantasy VII remake treatment, supposedly. If that according would be to this leak, absolutely crazy. Mm-hmm. I would be. I'm here for it. Hell yeah! I kind of yeah. just want them to get on with making more Final Fantasy VII before they move on. Wow! <laughs> Don't worry, they're both. Yeah, well, they're yeah. they're juggling sixteen too. Don't forget. Who wants, about who wants to see a, a 4K oh, yeah. Steiner? You know what oh, I mean? Man. <laughs> that goofy motherfucker. <laughs> Fucking. Uh, <laughs> I don't even know how to pronounce it. Kina? Quina? Yeah, just eating oh, weird man. shit. I'm mm-hmm. down for it. Nine was yeah. actually one of the Final Fantasy games that I never played. 
Bro. It's the best I one. Think, I just know about VV. That's about you it. Play, you can play VV's the original the on Switch. Yeah. Get yeah, on it's it. definitely. It I think I know about. I mean, I don't think that I played five, and I don't think that I played nine. But I think I have played and completed every single other yeah. Final Fantasy. But just nine Not, has been a blank spot. Nine yeah, might have one nine. of the more like classical fantasy like games, like straight up fantasy going yeah. on in it. Who's the main character in nine? Zidane. Yeah. Oh, right, right, right. Tailboy. Tailboy. Oh, maybe I did Monkey start Man. that. Monkey. I think I started that when it was on Game Pass. Mm. Oh, it was on like, Game Pass, yeah. One, one thing I that does make it like really hard further. to get through or to go back to is that like the battle animations will take like an hour, and you're like, oh, yeah. I, I remember seeing like in an in an AGDQ a while ago, someone speed ran that game. The speed yeah. run is still nine hours and forty minutes long. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. It's a great it game. It is a though. long game. It is a great game. It's it fantastic. is a long game. Mm-hmm. I, was I spent those, so like... much time digging for shit with the Chocobo. My oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Jeez. But you gotta listen to the Chocobo music the whole time. Oh yeah. Uh was it Viva La Flamenco? I think is the the song. I love Nines OST, so mm. I'll just turn it on sometimes. Nice. Yeah. Hopefully that Nvidia leak continues going. Yes, please. We're also we'll getting like, more. Revisit that on the anniversary of of whenever it came out and be like, what has actually been been released and what what is still on yeah. the way. Mm. I think there's definitely been more hits. Right. We're also getting more JRPGs. We're getting Live Alive. Yeah, I'm okay, super yeah. pumped for that. Yeah, do you want to talk about that? Because I have no context. So for, for Live this. Alive, I think, is something that a lot of people don't know about, and I barely knew about. Like it, like mm. hit an old memory. I was like, oh man, I remember reading about this forever ago. Uh, because it's it's a real it's a Square made JRPG for the SNES way back in the day that never made it west, so it was Japan only. Never mm. got localized. Um, so the fact that it's getting not only localized but the you know the HD 2D remake treatment is kind of wild. Um, but what's interesting about it is it's it's I think it takes place and I could get the numbers wrong, but like it takes place in like seven different timelines, and what? each time yeah each timeline <laughs> is like its own contained game in some way with its own unique mechanics, and apparently they all come together in the eighth like. Not necessarily timeline, but the eighth. Um, uh, I should say seven time periods, not timeline. So they're all just different time periods of the same story, and then they all come. All the mechanics come together in that eighth story, like the end of the game, and marry together into a mm. cohesive whole. So basically, it out project or, or Octopath Traveler <laughs> Octopath Octopaths <laughs> when <laughs> you know be, came out twenty plus years beforehand. It's what mm-hmm. Octopath I wanted it to be, but it did not end up being. Um, and a ton of people that are like way into JRPGs are like, they were blown away that it came at all. It was just getting released. Because uh, apparently it's pretty well loved, just never made it west. Right. Um, and it's just got a bunch of unique ideas, unique ideas that are still unique today, even though it's a game that's 20 something years old mm-hmm. that not a lot of games do. Um, and so I'm definitely down to try it. It's It seems very exciting. Okay. Yeah, that does sound interesting because I was a little disappointed in Octopath Traveler because Octopath just felt like eight separate games. Yep. And that's it. Like nothing comes together. They're just eight separate games. Nothing comes together. It's got weird dialogue. 
Yeah, and and the, so the fact that this one is like okay, but there's this bigger arc that ties everything together. I'm like, okay, that's kind of interesting. I'm into that. With that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Kirby's a car now. Mouthful mode is a mm-hmm. weird, weird thing. All yeah. right. <laughs> <laughs> Are you struggling? Yeah, I saw that and I was like, "All right, they went for it." Mm-hmm. Okay. Hey, Nintendo's innocent and pure. Whatever dirty thoughts you're having is your fault. Yeah. Right. My bad. My bad. I'm so sorry. No, because I, I, you know, watching the trailers and like the sh- the things they were showing off. You know, they they showed off the little fox creatures. I'm like, all oh, those things look so cute. Why is everything so goddamn cute in this game? And then you see the car, and I, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> how to explain it but there's something about the cinematography of that shot where you know he's gonna eat the car before he eats the car <laughs> right like it's centered and you're just like that's going in kirby's mouth isn't it oh, wow. and then he kirby. does it <laughs> kirby's like the kid that like will pick up a dirty penny and put it in its mouth and you want to like slap it out of the kid's hand but you can't and he gets away with it anyway he just eats whatever he sees mm-hmm. yeah, if you try to slap him he'll eat you yeah, but when the kid tries to eat the penny, it's not going into a pocket dimension that has been That's the true. foil of other eldritch beings. Yeah. That's right. We need to do our uh, Kirby lore podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I I think what frightens me the most and intrigues me the most about it is it's not like Kirby eats the car and transforms into a Kirby car like like Morgana from Persona. He just becomes like a <laughs> like a car cover. You know, he just yeah, kind of flattens and comes. He's like, stretched over it is very unnerving to look at. Yeah. I'm looking at the screenshot now. It's just and a it's hat. Like, yeah, but like that's like flesh like stretched out over something in a thin layer. That's mm-hmm. fucking weird. And you can still see the car under it. Yeah. Like you see the tires the and the rusty. sticking out. <laughs> yeah. I think so. this this game has just continually had me hot and cold. Um, at first I was super excited thinking like, okay, cool. An open world Kirby game, like, you know, superstar saga, but a 3d open world game. That sounds awesome. I'd love to play that. And then it's, oh, it's just 3d levels. Like, uh, it's whatever. Mm. And then they've now shown this again. And it's like, well, the mouthful mode is fun, but I really love like the, the almost RPG leveling up of the hat abilities. Yeah. Um, one of my favorite parts of Kirby 64, which is the only Kirby game that I've really been bothered to get to the end of, was that you could combine two different powers. Um, like if you got the sword power up and then you got the fire power up, suddenly you have a flaming sword. Or if mm. you got like two of the same abilities, then it would, you know, be an, an even bigger something or other. Right. Um, so having that that ability, you know, to, to upgrade... You know, same with, I'm that like, ooh, a piece of candy kind of gamer. So, mm-hmm. you know, just to, to know that you can, you know, get your normal fireball power up, but then you can level it up and it's, you know, purple fire. And then you can level it up again and you're now a dragon fire and you can fly around. It's like, that's, that's cool. Like, I love seeing that progression. Right. It's um, like, it's like so, always unlocking your imagination kind of. Yeah. So I'm back on the, on the, you know, I'm excited for Kirby bandwagon. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I like for me, it's uh, I was excited about this game. Like, I guess not excited, but like, I was looking forward to it. Right. 
because um, it was it seemed like this Breath of the Wild moment, as they say, for Kirby. So um, I was interested in that. And then the mouthful mode, I think, is like sealed the deal for me because it's basically like, how do you put Cappy in your game without putting Cappy in your game? <laughs> um, yeah. And I'm here for that energy because like that's I think that's still where Nintendo shines so brightly where they can just have those inventive ideas. Like, I mean, like five years later, Cappy is still a fucking clever game mechanic, right? Cause it just constantly makes you think, what can I throw this at and what can I transform into? Right. Um, and I get that same feeling here of mouthful mode where it's like, okay, I can now traverse in so many different ways mm-hmm. and how, like, what can I eat? Right. What Absolutely. can I suck into Kirby's mouth? Well, and it's like fully embracing the character. Like, what is Kirby known for? Eating shit. Mm-hmm. So like, let's just have him eat weird stuff and do it in weird way. Like that's eat the natural. Bigger. Yeah, that's the natural progression Say, ah. of what you do with him. <laughs> and that they're embracing it is great. And I think that's a. I think that's very very good comparison with Cappy because, and what seems to be what they're doing here too is what's so brilliant about Cappy is that it's so a simple mechanic to instantly engage with and understand mm-hmm. that it does so much with so little um and changes so much um if it works like cappy did that's pretty great yeah another cool side effect of cappy um you know is that there's also like there are technically ways to do things without cappy as well um like one of the really cool speedrunning categories for odyssey is low cap percent mm. which is throughout the entirety of super mario odyssey you only capture three times Um, and that's just super fun to watch and really cool to see like how they get around that so you know knowing knowing speedrunners and stuff you know the fact that there's a mouthful mode could also mean that there's some really cool stuff that could happen in a speedrun to get around mouthful low mouth percent yeah (laughs) empty stomach run yeah Uh, Nintendo's, uh, one more thing in this direct was Xenoblade Chronicles 3, which isn't necessarily, like, to me, it wasn't necessarily surprising, I guess, like, it's a big series. Yeah, I'm feeling Nintendo's putting a lot of eggs in that basket, because, like, that's kind of their, I mean, I don't want to say flagship, because that sounds maybe too big, but that's their JRPG, you know, like, that's the Nintendo Final Fantasy, um, so that's people cool are pumped for, for it. Uh, people like yeah. it. It's it's a series I've never gotten around to picking up, but I know people love it a lot. So to see the next one, mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, like for me, I know I'm not I'm not the biggest fan of it. I have tried both one and two, and I find it hard to really get this into is the, the one with the really it. bad British accents, right? The yeah. all of them to have it. Yeah, <laughs> okay. Yeah, that's the main thing I remember about trying the first one on the on the Wii, right? Yeah, yeah where, yeah, where he's just like backslash, air slash, and I was like, oh boy, <laughs> yeah, like, the power the of the Monado. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, and and they never shut up during combat too. So just no matter what's happening on screen, you, know, you always have fucking choking like your right is Ryan, and it's like, okay, dude, come on, just shut up. Uh, do for they once. yell out the ability abilities? <laughs> yeah, he's always like backslash, air slash. Oh man, that's why yeah. I I was realizing that when I was playing Arise Tales of Arise the other day. I was like, why is this such a big thing in like 
JRPGs or Japanese game where like I gotta yell out the the weird fucking name for this ability that I'm using. That's anime. Just, anime. I mean, yeah. why not? I don't know. It's just oh, every time I'm like, why are we doing this? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm hoping Xenoblade Three is is pretty cool. I mean, it looks very pretty, right? Um, and I'm curious what they're gonna do with the gameplay. Because, you know, one, one was very MMO-y, right? Like, you scroll through your abilities and, like, do them live in an MMO way. The second one felt a little more, like, um, I don't know, rhythm-y almost? Like, where you have to, like, time it with the combos? So, I wonder if they're going to change that up for three or just kind of, you know, well, refine two or It'll probably knows. be very, you know, once Sora shows up, it'll become very right. familiar to you. Mm, right, right, right. And the rest of the Smash roster. Yeah. You know, Nomura, I heard, is involved. You joke, but I really think that there's a there's a good idea in there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I feel like the you three just of need us to go will always in an say that. <laughs> yeah, just hang around in elevators in Tokyo <laughs> until you run into a Disney or a Squeenix dev. I feel like if me or you were to pitch to one another, like, you know what? There's probably a good idea to get Sora in this franchise. We'd be like, you know what? I think I, I see where you're coming from. <laughs> you talk about anything. <laughs> Yeah, see, everyone complained about all the spinoffs between Kingdom Hearts 2 and 3. Now the next grand plan is Sora's just going to be in other games until Kingdom Hearts 4. And you have to play all of them to understand the story. There's a story beat in there somewhere that's important. Right, right, right. (laughs) Sora joins Elden Ring. Boom. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. You, you thought that it was going to gonna sell millions. Now it'll sell a million and one. You're welcome. That's right. For the, uh, for the one Sora fan. <laughs> uh, yeah. You know, that might make me play Elden Ring, actually. Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> you weren't sold before. No one really likes Elden Ring. I will not be playing it. So you guys mm-hmm. can all have fun talking right. about it. <laughs> right, 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 right. What do you mean, right? Right. I'm not going to be. Okay. <laughs> I haven't played Sekiro. I have played the original Dark Souls, and that's it. so good. Sekiro I want to play. I just haven't Mm. got to it. Man, I watched someone beat Sekiro blindfolded the other day. Yeah, that was wild, right? That is ludicrous. Just like pure blind menuing sound cues, the most precise inputs. It's like I could barely get past the fucking bull before I gave up on that game. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and this dude's doing it blind. Fucking A. I mean, at that point, it's a lot of muscle memory and, like, knowing how to reset yourself if you know yeah. that you're not on the right track or whatever. Yeah, oh, you'd have. To, I mean, you would have to have spent so much time, like, just learning from memory to so mm. that you could remember yeah. while you're blindfolded. Like, you have to right. know every inch and in, in nook and cranny to do that. And that's just... That's a level of dedication that is insane. Right. I bet if like if the world map of Sekiro like disappeared tomorrow, that speedrunner would just be like, yeah, like let's let's do this. I can tell you where every single fucking blade of grass is. Yeah. Give me half an hour in Photoshop and I got you. He needs yep. no textures. All right. Well, let's get into some of the games we've been playing for the past week. Uh Right, you you will not stop talking about Lost Ark in our chat while we're doing this live. You are keeping us updated on um, the player count of Lost Ark, and you are one of the 1.2 million. Yes, yeah. How's that going? It's wild. Like I'm just I'm literally refreshing SteamDB over and over again. No, no. no. (laughs) I'm refreshing SteamDB over and over again, and it is uh, seventy thousand players away from crossing Dota two. Um. 80,000 players from crossing CSGO and becoming the number two highest peak for a game on Steam. 
Woof. What's the number one? the launch of Steam, which is crazy. Number one's PUBG by like a lot. <laughs> yeah, I mean, PUBG's 3.25 million users yeah. at peak. Wow. Um, Lost Ark yeah. sitting at 1.22 right now. So, it, it, like, uh, this launch looked like it was going to be big in terms of the amount of wish lists. Um, they sold 1.5 million Founders Packs before the game even launched. And, uh, and, and it's already and a super popular wrong. game. Yeah, the game was is free to play, and the Founder Pack just lets you play a few days early, right? A few right. days early, you got some skins, some titles, some extra items, um, and okay. then the Crystalline Aura, which is like the subscription that gives you... Mm. Uh, it's like you get half-cost fast travels and, and some other stuff. Mm. Um, but the, the main component was uh, early access. And, and I was talking to someone yesterday... And they actually pulled the Founders Packs after release and replaced them with Starter Packs, which was an interesting... Hmm. Typically, it's just there's the Founders Pack and and that's it. But it looks like they decided, okay, the Founders Pack is pre-launch and the Starter Pack is post-launch, which is a was interesting to see. I don't think I've seen that from another game. Right. Um, but I played for a couple hours this morning. Um, it is is good. I like it a lot. Um, it, is, it is very... Um, from the voice acting, it it is very definitely not Western, mm. um, but it is. Is that because they speak in British accents? No, 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 no. Mm. no, no. <laughs> it's just, yeah, uh, uh, some stereotypes there. But like, it, the combat is solid. Uh, you have just a, an immense amount of skills available for you, and. Uh, they add a lot into so it's not like you know torchlight diablo where you're basically just constantly running dungeons um that you know there's this large overworld very similar i think the best comparison would probably be um uh path of exile oh yeah um in terms of kind of the overworld and then these these little hubs um fast travel is very similar um but there's a lot more to the game. There's a, a rapport system to where some of the NPCs across the universe, um, you can complete daily actions. Like you emote at them, you can give them gifts, you do quests for them. And then as you kind of ramp up that rapport level, you get um, you get extra items, extra quests to do, experience, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's just a lot of shared components to where your base or your stronghold is shared across all of your characters. There is a shared roster level that every time you go up a level, it adds extra like vitality, charisma, whatever to all of your characters. So it's not, you're just leveling one character and then you're stuck with that character. Everything is, is shared in a way, which makes it easier to jump from class to class if you want and Mm. not feel like you're losing a ton of progress. Um, That, and they basically give you three, uh, boosts up to 50 so mm. um you have to do a couple things in game or um stuff like that but it's just okay you've maxed out your first character you've leveled your stronghold up to this point okay cool just boost this character to 50 and then that character is immediately in the end game Ooh. so there's there's gonna there's a huge emphasis on the end game more so than kind of the journey to level which i think is a a smart thing to do because sometimes the leveling is just so boring in these types mm. of games um so putting that focus on the end game and like 
uh, exploration and, and things like that, I think is just a really positive spin on the ARPG genre. And it, based on the numbers, I would say other people agree. Um, right. And I'm definitely interested to see where it goes from here. Um, well, so I'm curious, like, what's the end game like exactly? Is it basically, you know, grind to get bigger numbers, you can grind harder places to get bigger numbers, etc. Like, is that the idea? I that's, mean, yeah, I mean, it's games. your typical MMO mm-hmm. in game for the most part. There's dungeons that you can run with other people. A lot of them you can run solo, which is nice. So it doesn't, you know, early on, there's a couple dungeons that you can do that they have regular and hard mode. So similar to kind of what WoW started doing towards the end there. Um, but I mean, it, that's kind of the core is is basically growing your roster to max level um and then just doing dungeons and building up your stronghold and all that stuff so there's there's just a lot more at the end game than than some arpgs have um, right. probably similar to diablo and, and path of exile for sure in terms of okay you beat the game there's a lot more that you can do afterwards mm-hmm. so yeah because i know this game's been out right like in, in the east for a while because it's korean made if i remember right mm-hmm. um, i'm curious if they're going to do the same thing as path of exile because i mean i don't know if any of you played path of exile recently or like in the past even but it's one of those games now where it does feel like so bloated in a way where like on the charitable way to put it is like you'll never run out of things to do because there's always <laughs> something to do right and i'm curious if lost ark is going to feel that way like two three years from now where Maybe it's a little bloated, but also like you can play this game forever kind of energy. Yeah, I mean, it's been out since 2018 in the East and it is still popular. So, you know, with these kind of numbers, it it looks like it's going to have a lot of staying power Um, because there's just so I mean, every class, every class has three to four subclasses. So there's so many different play styles you can choose from. Um and there's guilds and, and all that stuff. So there's definitely a lot of community-driven features mm. that are very beneficial for games of this type. Um, Interesting. So I'll definitely be curious to see how the next two to three months go. But I mean, for having half a million people playing before the game even launches through the founder packs, like that is impressive. Oh, yeah. Um, that That's just, that's unheard of. So... Mm-hmm. yeah i mean it's honestly making me want to play it because i've been itching for an, an rpg like that like i did recently install path of exile but i haven't clicked it yet because i'm just like <sighs> do i want to do this again <laughs> um so i don't know maybe i'll check out uh lost ark and hey maybe we can start a tech raptor guild yeah and everyone can join all, all of our listeners can join yes please lame except on he's not allowed Right. Well, he doesn't play one. any more games. Yeah, he doesn't play games. He's too. Bu- play... He's still too busy looking for that. Um, that picture from Warcraft Three. He doesn't have Man, time. For if games. anybody, if anybody knows of, well, I'll just put a pitch out there. Everybody knows the picture, the the massively photoshopped guy, the the guy with the huge dick and the the waves mm-hmm. in the background, mm-hmm. the water mm-hmm. in the background. He might be standing on a dock, if I remember. Ooh, so it's, it's the all big coming dick back on to a you, dock. Though. If it's if it if that's what you need to remember it. <laughs> Dude, that sounds like a dirty nursery rhyme. <laughs> oh my gosh! Hickory dickory uh, this, dock. We'll make that the clip for this week, and it, it yeah. can just be a, a call, a call out like <laughs> yeah. the nur- reward. It makes me think of- reward available. Um, please find right. this. You call yeah. it a clip. It's more of a PSA. That's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah we could the, the nursery rhyme is what the hickory dickory dock. Help me find the picture of this big cock. <laughs> 
<laughs> we'll we'll workshop that. There's got to be a more you know, succinct way to that's, say that's it. That's just the first draft. I the think first so. pass. <laughs> we'll, we'll check in next week. We'll see. We'll see where you land. I really dig that idea of of Lost Ark building up a Let's building up characters back. so quickly. Mm-hmm. Uh, and like giving you that ability because I have a feeling that that's going to assist the end game so much. Yeah. For like, you know, for ease of players who enjoy being a tank but also have a healer and a DPS, you know, it'll mean in like, you know, looking for group sessions, it can just be like, oh, sure, let me just swap to this character. If mm-hmm. like so much is shared, like progress wise, um, I know that like I, I got. You know, way, way back in the day, I got two of my characters in DCUO up to max level. But getting that second one up was such a grind. And this is yep. definitely a shorter MMO uh, to get up to max level. But just taking all of that time out and being like, oh, wait, you want to do the fun thing? The fun thing at the end? Here, you can do the fun thing. Yeah. That's a, that's a great... Yeah, that's a, such a much better design philosophy to come forward with stuff because like even like you know the legacy stuff like wow like the alt stuff having alt alt character and getting everything that they need if they want to do so, that get to the similar stuff that you're doing with your main character it's just so much fucking work and it just and especially with how i mean i could bitch about what wow's done lately but like they've just absolutely killed any incentive for someone to have multiple characters because it just takes so much work it's From not a, worth it from a design standpoint as well, I think, you know, in the same way that, you know, we will look at companies who have review embargoes that are post launch date, and we'll see that as a sign of a lack of confidence, a lack of support, mm-hmm. a company saying, yeah, you can play through the, like the main part of the game once, and then you can skip to the end game activities with other characters that shows like such a mass level of confidence that they have in the game to be allowing that much of shortcutting of content and still expecting it yeah. to just flourish as a title. Well, yeah. like we said, um, it's been out for four years, so it's been had a lot of time to Yeah, that as well. Work work yeah, on I guess it. it's formula. It's new for us, but it's yeah. very old. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean it, and it's 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 interesting too, like the so I was talking with our freelancers that have been working on guides and are still working on guides. Um, Check out techraptor.net for guides on yeah, Lost exactly. Ark if you're we interested. Have a ton, we have a ton of guides. Our team has absolutely killed it on the guides. But like, it's interesting that you're boosting to level 50, essentially, um, to get into the end game. But the max level is 60. So even you're not even max level during the a lot of the end game portion because 50 to 60 is a huge huge amount of experience to work through is there um, another system that kicks in once you hit level 60 i don't know um okay. i am i am like level 20 right now okay. um because like destiny you get to level cap really fast yep. and then it's all about light levels and it's just you know what extra gear system might be on top of that level 60 that's then gonna gonna push players further yeah, I mean right. the big one is is strongholds, so building up like your your fort of operations essentially, um, which there are buildings within there, from what I understand, that also help passively level your other characters in some way, shape, or form. Um, mm-hmm. And then there's crafting, um, trade skills, the rapport system. Um, so there's just a lot there that post game you can kind of just keep incrementally building up your characters. Um, 
I'm excited to get to that point. Uh, I'll be playing a, a, a game that comes out early March for most of the next couple weeks, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. So. Not Lost Ark. Not Lost Ark. It's a shame. Much worse than that. <laughs> Scrappy, what have you been playing? I've been playing Sifu. Yeah. Uh, that game's hard as shit. Um, <laughs> that was going to be the first question. <laughs> Difficulty discourse has once again plagued the gaming Twitter. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, it, it is fun. It is very fun. I, I've been describing it as like, what if like, what if someone made an Arkham style combat game, but the developers want to hurt you? And that's kind <laughs> of what this game is. Have um, you tried getting good? I have. It's hard to do that. Um, okay. and, and there's a little more to it like it's mm-hmm. honestly a, there's a lot more depth than the arkham style combat because arkham style is like you keep mashing one button until the prompt shows up to hit the other button um yeah. this is like you have light and heavy attacks but then there's also like if you flick the direction like the controller direction stick in certain ways kind of like dmc like devil may cry you do different attacks or also like you know square square triangle or xxy is like a different combo like that sort of thing um but this you're is just the same company that made Absolver, right? It is. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And I never yeah, played yeah, Absolver, yeah. so I don't have uh, a comparison of that. But this is like you, you're just a martial artist. Like your Sifu, your teacher dies, so you're trying to avenge them. It's a pretty basic story. Um, but the, basically, the gameplay loop is you walk into a room. Everyone's like, "The fuck are you doing here?" You say something badass and then beat the shit out of all of them. And and then you go to the next room and do the same thing. It's the way to live your life, honestly. Yeah, and all the martial arts, I mean, it all looks cool. I don't know enough about martial arts necessarily to be like, oh, and it's authentic. Um, But you know what? It looks cool as shit, and they do this cool, like, thing in the opening where it's, like, opening credits where you beat up all the bosses, and it's, like, really easy mode to, like... So you're like, you're playing the opening sequence. Oh, they but then lull you... you into a false sense, those bastards. Exactly, and then you get into the game, and you're like, oh, no, I'm... I'm going to die all the time. (laughs) Yeah. Um, So there's this weird aging mechanic where when you die, like your death counter goes up by one. And then if you revive, your age goes up by whatever your death counter is. So you start at 20 years old. And if you hit 70 or higher, you can't respawn anymore. And you do age as the game goes on. And like every time you hit a multiple of 10, you get stronger, but you get more fragile too. Like you can't take as many hits. Um, So it's this weird thing of like the more you die, the stronger you become kind of um, as long as you don't take damage, which is hard because you're always, at least I'm always taking damage. It's hard. It's hard to parry and dodge a lot of shit because you have to be like, you have to read the martial arts in a way where it's like you have to know if they're going to sweep your leg. Or you know if they're going to like come up with an overhead, right? Sometimes you need to wax on. Sometimes you need to wax off. Sometimes you do, yeah. Oh, and it's interesting too. One of the achievements is to beat the game under age 25. My God. Which is, from what I understand, a pretty, pretty difficult thing to do. Like at most you can die five times with that. But what what happens if you get to... If you get to 70 and you die, is that just like game over start from the beginning or it's game over? And it's this weird thing where so there are only five levels, as I understand it. I've only unlocked the first two. Like after you beat one, you unlock the next one. But so like I beat the first level at age 26. Right. And then the second level, I'm still struggling to get through it. So I always get to 70 and then die. I could go back to the first level and run it again, which I did. And then I beat it at age 23. 
So now I can start level two at age 23, if that makes sense. Okay. So if I beat level two at age like 54, then I could start level three at 54, or I could go back to two and like clean up my run, you know, make it better or die less often. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So it's it's definitely, yeah. I think, more about the journey and the destination. Like, I'm not that invested in, like, I need to know what happens at the end. It's more like yeah. <laughs> I, I'm loving the combat system. It's very cool. And um, if you're a fan of martial arts films, I bet there's a lot here that you're going to love. Like, there's a scene in the first level where you walk into a long hallway and it's filled with dudes. And they're all giving you the look. And I'm like, oh, they're doing an old boy, aren't they? Yeah. Yeah, and then you walk forward and they like, you know, they're like, hey, what are you doing here? And then you can either just punch them right in the face or you can like say something, right? And then the minute combat starts, the co the camera perspective shifts to like the side-scrolling hallway style, like from Fantastic. the movie. Yeah, it's very Fantastic. cool. That's um, neat. Yeah. Good homage. Sifu mm -hmm. seems great. Uh, the mechanical stuff is always so interesting because it's trying to do some new stuff. Yes. Um, and I think in it, it all sounds like it makes sense. Like it's definitely hard, like from what I understand, but like, it's not, uh, and I haven't played it, but it's not like a cheap hard way. It's like, no, I fucked up. Yeah. Right. It's, it's very like you want to learn the mechanics cause you yeah. know the mechanics are the key to winning. Like, I think the thing that I find hardest to get my head around is so the left bumper is your dodge and your parry button mm. so if you tap it at the right moment you parry which is a very short window right but then if you hold it and then move the left stick in any direction you dodge in that direction um but you usually keep your feet planted unless they're doing a leg sweep which you can yeah. jump over um so the idea is like okay so if you you ideally want to parry right to knock them off balance but if you don't then you can hold down the button and keep like dodging in the direction where you think is the best direction to dodge right um so mapping both functions on that is like tricky to understand but i get why they do it i think it's just a matter of like you need to practice to yeah to really land it sounds fantastic sounds amazing and i know our, i mean our reviews up austin i think what gave it a nine or something he really liked it <clears throat> so it seems yeah. like a fan, fun time yeah no i'm really digging frustrating it. but fun it is frustrating for sure, but the, when you do those moments where you like read a move and you dodge yeah. it perfectly, and then you fucking nail like, a sick I'm a combo. fucking karate master. Yeah, you know, and you then just you do get shit. your shit rock next. <laughs> yeah, like I've been fighting these monks, and they're like so fast, and I'm like, oh god, this is tough. But like the moment where you can like do a couple like quick palm strikes, and then like roundhouse them to the ground, and then you just fucking beat the shit out of them on the ground. It's like, dude, this is this is cool. This is a good game. Yeah, sweet. Yeah. I'm glad that because I was wondering, it really gave that vibe off when they were showing it before it came out in the trailers and stuff. It's like, man, are they really, is it going to nail that feeling? And it seems like they did. And I don't think there's a way to nail that feeling without making it as punishing as it is. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, because there's got to be some consequence to otherwise then it just becomes a regular old beat em up where you just fuck a bunch of guys up. Yeah, because like Arkham style combat, like you think of it a lot as like, sure, you're surrounded by a bunch of dudes, but everyone takes their turn. Yep. You know, they like never gang up on you like very rarely do they and usually you can just counter it all anyway right like it doesn't feel like you're being ganged up on whereas here even two dudes can fuck you up because they don't take turns they just kind of keep coming at you yeah um so if you don't parry well or like you know god forbid you're in a corner where you can't even move like you're gonna get your shit rocked 
That's awesome. Yeah, yeah I, I'm loving the game that they've identified what they want to be and have made their mechanics match that in a really yeah. good way. For sure. Yeah. Basically like a karate movie simulator in a way, which is great. <laughs> Uh, you were you were saying this stuff about like the hallway and the and the flicking and of the the stick to do different attacks and stuff, and I'm just sitting back here thinking, man, like they should they should partner up with the John Wick IP, yes. like yeah. that would be something. Yeah, I've never seen the John Wick movies, but I wouldn't be surprised if there are some things in this game that are like an homage to a John Wick scene or something like that. Yeah, because yeah, it's it's just you seen all that. John Wick? No. What the hell? That's your homework for next week. Okay. <laughs> you got to see that and you've got to see the Uncharted movie. Right. Oh, yeah. Great. That and the Uncharted movie while Otten works on his Hickory Dickory Doc rhyme. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, I think that brings this week's episode to a close. We hope you enjoyed. And if you did, please feel free to leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you're listening. Uh, and if you're watching us on YouTube, give us a thumbs up that would be really nice and let us know down below what have you been playing this week or what's what was your favorite announcement from nintendo direct was it was it the mario kart stuff was it xenoblade 2 3 or was it that you were sad about breath of the wild not showing up let us know down below <laughs> um we will be back next week but if you can't wait that long you can go to techraptor.net where we always are posting news features reviews etc throughout the week We'll see you next Monday. No, next Monday. Bye.